What is going on, guys? And welcome to another episode of Bootstrap Growth. I am your host, Ned Eric. And today, we are going to be talking about something that has been widely requested by the audience. And I was thinking to myself this week, I was like, you know what, self, maybe you shouldn't just ramble aimlessly into a microphone this week. Maybe you should listen to your audience so they continue listening to your podcast. And so here I am, I am bowing down and I am providing you with what you asked for. So if you have asked for this episode, which by now you know what it is because you clicked on it, conducting good discovery, right? Like today we are going to be talking about middle of the funnel conversations. There has been way too much conversation around top of funnel. And don't get me wrong, it is super important to know how to run a top of funnel campaign, in a sense, is what I'll call it. It is super important to have skills prospecting. But what I can tell you is that there is not enough coaching, there is not enough training, there is not enough conversation around what do I do when someone gets into my funnel? And when I have conversations with sales leaders, a big frustration is around deal stalling, right? Deals that are in the pipeline are stalling and there's very little velocity in them. And so, you know, and, and you hear, you always hear those people are like, yeah, once the deal gets in the pipeline, it just closes. And it's like, eh, probably could be faster, right? If you did a couple of things, tweaked a couple of things, right? And so, This is, I'm super glad you all asked for this uh, episode because I, number one, I love talking about this. Um, But also number two, it is something that is so dang simple that if you start doing it on Monday, because today is Friday, so happy Friday. So shoot, if you do, if you've got a demo today, you've got a discovery, if you've got a follow-up, you can do this today and see immediate results. And I am not kidding you when I say immediate results. So if you are listening to this, maybe, you know, most of you guys don't drive and listen anymore. Um, So if you're listening to this, maybe you're walking around doing your thing, whatever it is, get a notepad out, a piece of paper and write this stuff down. Because I can tell you right now that if you just take some of this and you utilize these frameworks, What's going to happen is you're going to add velocity to your sales cycle. You're going to be able to increase deal size in in some cases, and you're really going to understand what it takes to take an opportunity from top of funnel all the way through to winning the business. And realistically, like, sure, if you're an SDR listening to this, you're like, oh, well, this doesn't pertain to me. Well, it does, because if you want to get to the point where you are either a full cycle AE or maybe you're a manager, a VP, you do have to understand all of the facets of sales. You have to understand the top of funnel game. You have to understand the closing. You have to understand, you know, the the negotiation. You have to understand the 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 process in the middle where you're having these conversations. You're you're adding stakeholders in. You're you're gathering resources. You're creating a use case, a business case for the people that you're working with alongside of them and really creating that you know, for lack of a better term, this is where the relationship starts to happen, 
And so let me actually start there because obviously you know that I didn't write any notes and you obviously know that I'm going to ramble a little bit today. So we talked about, I think it was last week's episode where I said relationship selling is bollocks. I actually use that word because the thing is, and, and you know, I, I've seen this, I've actually seen this quite a bit um, going around right now where like people are talking about like on cold calls, trying to pull out something that is rel or not relevant, that that's actually a good thing to do, um, but is some pull out something that like, I, I'm hearing this again, which we should stop this altogether, university, where they live, what they're doing, like uh, they're a soccer coach, whatever it may be, and being like, hey, you know, I saw you were living in San Diego XYZ. Have you ever been here? Have you ever done that? I can tell you that that is going to work one out of every 50 cold calls right? You are calling someone out of the blue and they don't want to build a relationship yet. I say yet with the person that is cold calling them. You must be relevant with the pain and you must be relevant with what they're going through today. And then dig in a little bit deeper into what that looks like. And there, I've done multiple podcasts on, on top of funnel there. But today we are going to be talking about the middle funnel, the discovery phase and then really gathering the resources. So that being said, this is really where the relationship can start to happen. Especially if you're listening to this and you're in more mid-market or enterprise sales where you are talking to three, four, five, six, seven people that are all going to be stakeholders, that are all gonna be human capital, human resources in this actual deal right? And understanding what it takes to actually have conversations with seven people at one time and really understand the conversations and how you do that. And it all starts with when you have your first discovery call, it all starts and every single call starts with a plan. Then you go down the priority path. And then from there, you should be quantifying the issue if you have a product. I mean, 99.999% of you guys listening to this have should be quantifying the pain, right? What's an average deal size? What's quota? How many people are hitting quota, right? Or if you're selling, let's say you're selling to customer success people, um, what are the top metrics that you're um, that you're tracking? You know, what is the net retention? How you know how close are you getting to that? Are are you blowing that out of the water? What is, you know, it with retention rate, how many people are you losing a month if you didn't lose one, right? And then quantifying and really understanding that. But again, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit here. But priority path, quantify, velocity plan, or plan, priority path, quantify, velocity plan, move into that next meeting with some emails and getting something on the calendar. But today, I, I really want to discuss what that looks like. And Again, you all know this is a, a closed loop framework that I've been using um, for, shoot, when did Triangle Selling came out, come out? 2018, so three years, right? The, the true nature of this is really understanding, for, first off, the true nature of this is really starting to create some velocity and understanding, right? You have to understand if you, what you have can help. And if you what you have you if what you have cannot help the other person, there is absolutely zero reason to open an opportunity. 
And that's the issue that I see is so many people are so focused on top of funnel. Oh, I need to book 20 meetings. I need to book 30 meetings, whatever it is, that they forget that this middle of the funnel is the only way that you get to the close, right? A few years back, we were all talking about like, oh, how do you close better? And there's a, Corey has, uh, Corey Bray, for those guys that don't know, has a video. I think he's speaking like at, uh, like in Toronto. This is some years back. And someone in the audience goes, how do you close more deals or how do you become a better closer? And Corey's response literally just to a T is do better discovery. And everyone in the crowd like starts laughing. He's like, no, I'm serious. You have to do better discovery, right? And it's so true because if you book a meeting, right, you have someone, you know, you're like, hey, you know, typically when I'm having conversations with other personas, I'm hearing a lot of struggle around X and hearing some frustration around Y. And there's just a lot of concern around Z. None of that's happening over there, is it? And they go, whoa, yes, it absolutely is. And, you know, you dig into it a little bit more and you say, you know, hey, you know, that's actually why I'm, why I'm calling. Um, you know, what we found is that most folks don't really understand that there are just some simple solutions around this. You know, curious uh, if, if I can ask one more question. Um, you know, how long has this been going on for you? Like this in the cold call, right? You're, you're able to open them up a little bit more. They tell you and go, hey, man, you know, just completely out of curiosity. I'm not, I'm not sure if this is, uh, you know, something that, that you'd be opening to answer. But I mean, have you done anything to fix this? Have you added any solutions to do anything with this? Right. And, and you just dig in a little bit more right there on the, t on, the, on the cold call. And then at the end when they're like, yeah, no, we, we actually don't have anything, blah, 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 blah. Um, you can then pivot and say, hey, you know, thanks so much, um, you know, for taking my call. I know I called you completely out of the blue. Um, I mean, from the sounds of it, I mean, might it make some sense to toss 30 minutes on the calendar and show you how we how we've helped other orgs solve for this? You know, how, how's tomorrow look for you? How's Wednesday look for you? Right. And just really just start to have those those kind of deep pain based conversations where people are going to be open with you. And what's great about when you have those pain based opportunity or those pain based questions, you have you basically whether they're having them or not, they're going to tell you they're going to be like, no, we're all good. And then on the cold call, you can literally pivot and just say, wow, <laughs> you know, just curious. You know, I, I talk to, you know, whatever CS leaders all the time, um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not hearing that often, you know, curious, what is top of mind for you over there? It sounds like you're crushing it, right? And then you like get them to talk a little bit more. When you ask someone what's top of mind for them, they're going to tell you what they're focused on. And if what you're focused on is something that you're, that you can solve for, you go back down that path. Well, Hey, you know, I, I know I've had my 30 seconds. Uh, hey, you know, curious, how long has that been a focus for you? Oh, you know, last three months we've been doing X, Y, and Z. Wow, you know, what have you done, right? And then we boom, we're right back into it, right? But we book this call, and then I think a lot of people forget that discovery, demo, negotiation, proposal, all of these things are so important to get to that one tiny thing that we all need, which is a signature on a piece of paper or an e-signature on a document, right? And today that's what we're gonna talk about. And so when you walk into a discovery call, number one, you need to be doing pre-call prep. For those of you all that are coming into discovery calls or coming into demos and you have not pre-call prepped, we, that is the first thing that you need to do. Um, we have, a, we have a, a spreadsheet that we use internally here where we say, okay, who are the personas that are gonna be involved in this? Who, who's gonna be showing up to this meeting? What is their market segment? 
Um, what are the logistics of the meeting? So how long is the meeting? Where's the meeting going to be? Right. Typically Zoom now. Right. Um, what is the agenda that we've had a conversation with? And that agenda could be, um, you know, and this is something for SDRs out there. This is why that that call around, um, you know, what's what's some of the concerns that they have and really digging in a little bit deeper is where it's great because you can put onto this worksheet. Hey, when we spoke, they had some concern around tooling being an issue. Um, you know, they're hiring, but there's no real priority on tools. And there's a bit of a decentralized process and management wants to do all this hiring, but there aren't systems. And you can put that. And so that AE can come in. And when they're coming in to set the agenda, the next time they say, hey, you know, uh, when you had spoken with um, with Matt earlier, um, you know, he was saying that you guys had some concern around X. A little bit you struggling around why doing this around z um anything else that you wanted to add today right and so it's really important that you have that agenda there um what are the next steps right this is super important you have to understand what the actual next step is so you have to understand your sales process you have to understand that if we disco someone the next step is a demo if we do a demo, the next step is a trial. If we do a trial, the next step is what? Like whatever your actual process is, you have to understand that for everything. Um, and then you ask, then we, we actually will write out our discovery. We'll write out what resources are gonna be needed by the end of this call for it to move forward. Any sort of customer stories, some competitive messaging that we have if they bring anyone up. And then what is the potential resistance that could come up? Right. What is the potential resistance that at the end of this call or, you know, maybe they at the end of the call, you say, hey, what are you thinking? And they say, nah, I just don't think we're going to have budget or nah, I just don't think we're going to get buy in or whatever it may be. Really start to understand what that resistance can be so that you can be prepared. Say, and, and this is great. This is this is where the handoff comes. And maybe I'll have a, do a whole podcast on, on proper handoff between SDR and AE. If you guys want that, shoot me a uh, a LinkedIn message. I know most of you guys will anyway. Um, so let me know if, if the SDR to AE handoff would be something that that you would uh, that you would benefit from. But this is what we do before every single disco, before every single demo, before every single follow up call. There is a planning that goes into it because we want to be prepared. Now you don't have to over prepare, right? You don't have to be so scripted and. You know, if they come off the script, like you won't know where to go, things like that. But the first thing you have to do is pre-call plan, right? And then once you get into the demo or once you get into the discovery call for the first initial, we have what's called the plan, right? Closed Loop has uh, the plan framework, which is pivot, logistics, agenda, next steps. Pivot meaning typically when we get on calls, we're like, hey, how's everything going? One thing that I've been hearing a lot of people ask is, hey, where are you calling from? Which I actually, you know, I think that's actually a pretty good question, right? Like, because we're all over the world now. It's kind of interesting. Um, and so, you know, I had a conversation the other day with a guy um, who used to live in Jacksonville. He was a pro surfer on like the, I think it's like the pro surfing circuit, whatever it was. And he was just asking me all about the surf here and all that stuff. So like, that's really good. But here's the thing. We need to get the mindset back into business. And so after one, two, three minutes max of that, really just pivot and say, hey, you know, I, I want to make the most of your time here. You, you, you want to get started talking about X company, right? Um, get them to, hey, yeah, absolutely. More than happy to. Then we're going to go over the logistics of that meeting. And you're noticing, right, it's going to go down that pre-planned worksheet. 
right? The reason that we have that pre-plan is because we are going to set a plan at the beginning of the call, right? Once we set that plan, then we're good. So pivot logistics is going to be, hey, you know, right now we are, uh, um, you know, hey, do you still have 30 minutes if we need it? Hey, do you still have 60 minutes if we need it, right? Yeah, we do. Awesome. If maybe if it's in the beginning of the call, are we waiting on anyone else? Did you did you want to invite anyone else? Things like that. You, you want to get in there as well. And then the agenda and the agenda for a discovery call or a demo or things like that um, is, hey, you know, just curious if this is the first call after a cold call. I'm just going to say, hey, curious, what did you want to accomplish today? Right. If it is, if you do have some more information, you can say what I said earlier. Hey, you know, I, I know last time you were talking with Matt, you had some, he said you had some concern around these three things. Anything else that you'd like to add today? Anything else that you'd like to really discuss or uh, dive deep into? Let them set that agenda. Let them pull some things in. And then your your agenda on a discovery call is, hey, is, is it okay if I just ask you a bunch of questions today? Yes, absolutely. Cool. And then from there, we've set the agenda, and then we're going to go over next steps. Right? And then this is the biggest thing. Do not set aside five minutes at the end to talk next steps. Set aside the first five minutes to talk next steps and then talk those exact next steps at the end of your call. That is going to create so much velocity for you moving through the middle of the funnel. This is super, super important. If you don't do anything else, you will still see a marked increase in the velocity of your sales cycle if you do this one thing. Come into the meeting and you say, hey, Ned, you know, no big decisions to be made today. You know, discovery call. I like to call, this is, I'll just tell you exactly what I say. So, hey, Ned, no big decisions today. I typically look at this as just an introductory call. Um, one of two things is going to happen today. Either we have a conversation and we both realize there isn't a place for us to impact. And that's totally fine. Or number two, we will do whatever the next step is, right? We'll set up, um, we'll set up 30 minutes or we'll set up 45 minutes or we'll set up 60 minutes, however long you need for whatever, maybe it's a demo, whatever it may be. Hey, we'll set up, we'll set aside 60 minutes um, to have you and your team come and check out a demo. Is it okay if we stop with five minutes today and make that decision? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Cool. Great. Now we are out of the plan, right? And now we have them thinking, and this is the part which, that is super important. This gives them clarity. Out Coming out of this call, they are going to ask me if I want to do a demo. So throughout the entire call now, they are thinking in their head, do I want to see a demo of this? Do I want to see a demo of this? If they're in the demo phase, they're like, hey, do I want to move on to a trial of this? If they're in the trial phase, they're going to say, hey, do I want to move on to a statement of work or a proposal or whatever? And so if you set those next steps early, they now are going to be thinking about those next steps as you're having conversation. They're going to be thinking about those next steps during the demo. And then when you get to the very end, they're going to answer you with a more truthful answer. And even better, when you stop with five minutes left, you're all not gonna be rushing off the phone. Oh, sorry, I have another call, I've got this, you know, because they've already told you, yeah, I've got 30 minutes. They already said that they're, they're willing to, to make that decision at the end of the 30 with five minutes left. And then we're going to hit them with a discovery. Hey, so we are going to take what they said in the agenda and make that into a discovery question. Hey, Ned, you know, typically when I'm talking to other heads of sales who are struggling with, you know, or who bring up X 
struggling with Y, they're seeing some things with Z. They're concerned around these few things. These aren't things you're worried about, are they? And you let them talk. Once you have a pain, understand this, it is super important to actively listen, right? Hey, tell me more. Do you mind if we double click into that? Use silence, right? Active listening, using well-timed silence is so key because you'd be surprised how many, like if you just are quiet for like two seconds, even if you're thinking, right? Maybe if you have nothing else to say, you have, you're stuck, just be quiet. And you'd be surprised how many people will continue talking, right? Actively listen. Tell me more. Can we double click into that? Use silence, right? What I'm hearing you say is this, right? Restate the problem, right? Use those active listening techniques and then go into that priority path, right? Hey, you know, curious, how long has this been going on? What have you done to fix it? How's that working? If they tell you it hasn't been working well, just go, hey, sounds like it hasn't been working all that well right? Restate, right? Who else does this impact on your team? Or who else besides yourself does this impact, right? Is this your sole priority? Is this your sole, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, is, is, is this your initiative? Is this on, is this on your shoulders, right? And then from there, we're going to say, hey, you know, I'm sure you've got a thousand things on your plate right now, but you know, we're having this conversation now, where does this fall on your priority list? Well, it falls, you know, number one, right? Or it falls number five. If someone says anything but number one, always ask permission to say like, hey, you know, would it be, a, would you be open to letting me know what's above this, right? And a lot of people say, well, revenue's the most important product, whatever they say, right? But figure out what it is on your priority list. And then from there, pivot into quantifying the issue, right? You know, if you're selling copiers, that's probably a super simple thing to do, right? You know, if you're selling some sort of, um, you know, like if you were selling Gong or Chorus or Zoom or whatever, right? Hey, you know, curious, you know, what is an average deal size over there, right? Hey, how many, how many of your reps are actually hitting their number? And then from there, we're going to just quantify out and just be like, hey, how much money are we leaving on the table there? Right? Quantify it. Make them say that. Make them feel that. Like, Make them see that they are leaving $5 million a month on the table. That sucks. And then from there, it's very easy for you to pivot into, hey, you know, might it make sense to toss some time on the calendar for next week, show you a demo of how we've helped other orgs in a similar situation as yours? Right? And you just pivot back into what we call a velocity plan. Right? The velocity plan, <coughs> I'm going to cough. The velocity plan is literally just the plan, but moving into the next meeting. This is huge, right? So I'm going to say, hey, you know, at the end, I'm going to say, you know, like I'm going to say, hey, might it make some sense to, to toss some time on the calendar to, um, to show you how we've helped other orgs like this, show you a demo, whatever your next step is. They're going to say yes, or they're going to say no, or they're going to say anything like that. Great. Set the agenda. What's tomorrow look like? What's Wednesday look like? What's Thursday look like, right? You're going to set that time and then you're going to set the agenda. What specifically would you want to see coming out of that? Oh, well, you know, we'd really need to see X, Y, and Z. Okay, anything else? Nope. Great. Awesome. Curious. Um, is there anyone, you know, that anyone else that you'd like to bring into that? Anyone that would be disappointed if they didn't show up at that demo? 
right? Ask that. And, you know, and if they, if they're asking to bring in people say, Hey, you know, I, I know Sarah and Jim aren't here today, but, um, you know, would you think they'd be okay with me asking just a couple of questions when we get, get started of them? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Awesome. And then typically coming out of that, either you'll look at the software and you'll say, Hey, this isn't a good fit for us again, perfectly fine. Or what we typically do is we'll move on to a trial uh, portion where you all can use the software for 14 days. Does that sound like a good decision to make, be made at the end of that meeting? Great, perfect, done. That is a meeting. We have just had our meeting. Coming out of that meeting, to continue the velocity, we are going to highlight the next steps in a follow-up email. That email is going to be a video of your face and three bullet points that you went over. Hey, Jim, really enjoyed having a conversation with you. What I, what I heard today was you all are really struggling with X, concerned about Y, and frustrated with Z. Let me know if there's anything else that you'd like to add. I, and then if you have anything else that you need to like toss in there, hey, I put the recording of the, the discovery call in here. I put the recording of the demo, blah, 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 blah. But we're going to highlight those next steps, or we're going to highlight what we went over in that meeting. Looking forward to talking to you on Monday. See ya. Bye. Now, if you have an excess amount of time, if you're in more enterprise sales where you have maybe two, three, maybe a month in between meetings, we're going to be continuing to connect with them. We're going to educate them through email. Hey, you know, typically this, did you see what happened in the industry? Did you do that? Like we're going to be sending them these brief emails. If you've got books, if you've got PDFs, if you've got videos, if there's podcasts, send those, right? On a, it doesn't have to be on like a weekly cadence, but connect with them again, right? Hey, I just saw this post on LinkedIn, thought it really resonated with some of the struggles that you were having. Hey, you know, if they're hiring, hey, I've, I've got this account executive friend of mine and he's looking for a gig right now. He's hit 220% of quota. I think he'd be really great for your team. Would you like me to make an introduction, right? Leverage some of that network, predict what's gonna happen, right? So. These are things that are just gonna keep the middle of the funnel going. Here's the best part. When you get to that next meeting, it's the exact same frameworks as the last meeting, just with more information. We're gonna pivot. We're gonna set logistics. We're gonna set agenda. We're gonna set the next steps, right? We're gonna dig a little bit deeper into that. Like, we're gonna show them the demo. When we show them the demo, we are going to make sure that we are we are going to be simple in our language. We're highlighted in what's what's really what they're needed to be focused on, right? We're acute that we're focused only on these specific portions. We're not giving them a museum tour, right? That we're relevant. We're giving uh, uh, relevant customer stories. We're not talking to a startup about IBM, right? And that we're engaging. Hey, how do you see this working for your team, right? Hey, what do you see? What, what do you see your team doing with this? portion of the, the, the software, right? Right. We're going to continue just to create velocity and, and engage these individuals, right? That's, that is what's going to be so impactful, right? And then coming out of that meeting, we're going to say, Hey, what do you think? Wow, man, we really like this. Great. Awesome. Well, perfect. Next step is trial agreement. Typically what we're going to do is Let's put 15 minutes on the calendar and we'll put out a statement of work. We'll do a proposal. We'll do this. But every meeting, there needs to be another meeting on the calendar, right? 
Now, some of you guys are probably sitting there going, Ned, but what if they don't want to set a meeting? You're going to ask a disqualifying question. That disqualifying question is, hey, well, you know, this doesn't sound like it's something that you think you can get buy-in about. Hey, this sounds like something that you probably don't think the team's going to adopt all that much, right? And if they say yes, great, awesome. On to the next. But the middle of the funnel is very simple, but it is super strategic. You have to be very diligent in what you're doing in the middle of the funnel. The middle of the funnel is the most important part of your sales cycle. Because I don't care if you book 30 meetings, if you run a terrible discovery, you don't get pain, the demo's gonna be terrible, you're not gonna move into proposal, negotiations are not gonna have any sort of leverage, and then you're not gonna be able to close, right? So that's why I wanted to do this. I hope that for those of you all that um, had asked for this podcast, that this actually helped you, that it gave you frameworks that you can go out and use and be, um, and, 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 and be successful with. Um, again, like I said, if the SDR to AE handoff is something that you would want me to go over, let me know. But remember, every meeting needs to start with a plan, have a priority path, needs to quantify in discovery, and then you need to have a velocity plan. And then as you move forward in the meetings, we're always having a plan, we're always having a velocity plan, we're always setting a next meeting, and we're always in between the meeting having a cadence of helping them right? Highlighting these next steps. We're going to educate them. We're going to leverage um, our, our network. We're going to, we're going to predict some things. Hey, typically this is what happens, right? This is how you today, if you do this, are going to take your sales velocity and increase it through the roof. So go out, do it. I'm super excited to hear about all your results. Really looking forward to it. And I will talk with you all on LinkedIn because that's where you follow me. So love y'all. Be good.